like jump off wherever. Hey everyone, Christine Elliot and I, Sarah Sand, we're jumping back on this podcast to discuss some some fun things. Um, Christine and I were, were just briefly talking before this, and we're th- we're talking about like what should we discuss, and she went into this beautiful like s- little speech, and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna hit record. <laughs> So, Christine, can you say that again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, absolutely. So, what I was talking about as a, as a potential subject um, that we that I'm so excited to talk about. It's one of my favorite subjects. Is this idea that self improvement? We all believe that self improvement is something that we'll do. We'll get to a mountain crest and we'll just be healed now, and mm. everything will be great. But what ends up happening when you go on a journey of self-improvement is that your world expands. So your room, which is your mind, this room that, that you sit in gets bigger and you find all these new closets and all these new skeletons and all these new dark <laughs> places. And those things are so great to learn because if, if we were to bring you back to where you were when you started, you would be sitting on a mountain crest and you would be fixed, but now the room is bigger. And mm-hmm. so there's all these new versions of self-esteem that you have to cultivate within yourself. All of these new versions of who you are that you have to begin to, to, to be part of. And so it, it feels scary But what ends up happening is that you have this beautiful, compassionate way of moving into these new areas of life and saying, oh, wow, okay, I've got a lot of dark here. I've got a lot of skeletons. I got a lot of learn here. And that's and that's exciting, but scary. And I think that that's why so many people choose not to to embark on these these self explorations, because I think intuitively they know that the room is going to get bigger. Their world is going to get bigger. And that means there'll be more to learn. Mm-hmm. Yes. And and that can be very scary. New, in any circumstances, new, something that is brand new, if you've never seen it before or experienced it before, there's going to be a level of fear for most of us. I can't speak for all of us, but I'll just talk about highly sensitive people (laughs) that if you're highly sensitive you definitely get what I'm saying that every new endeavor adventure uh, situation good or bad there's just a level of like huh I don't know what to do huh this is new huh like what do I do now um and then we always have in life because it's life and it's it amazes me that god set it this up in this way that we have these crests like you talked about and we have these valleys it's like how often have you heard someone say that's working on themselves say when am i done right it's like i just reached a point when am i done and it's like what's the answer like never right yeah you're ever expanding So yeah, the answer is never. I think that the differentiating factor between somebody who's worked on themselves and somebody who hasn't is their ability to be compassionate to themselves Mm -hmm. 
when they are in those valleys. That's the only difference, you know, like, I don't think that self-esteem ever reaches an all time high. You know, I don't think that, um, you know, happiness and contentment reaches an all time high. We continue to be in this non-linear place Mm -hmm. as much as we wish that it was, you know, this mountain crest that we could get to, but, but it isn't. But what ends up happening is those valleys are smaller, shorter, and more compassionate. And that's it. That's the difference. That's a, that's a really good way of explaining it. Um, and especially for those individuals that have like high conscientious as a personality, you know, that, and those type of people will like, they'll beat themselves up more than others in regards to mistakes or things that they, yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Me too. Um, and so in, within that, you you do learn to have more grace and more compassion for yourself. Um, and another piece that just sparked in my head with thinking about this is that there's also a natural, there's a natural place that, or there's a natural flow to things that once you get the rhythm of it, of it you, you can be more gentle because you've seen it enough times. So, right, you succeed in something. And then even after you have a success, you, you naturally drop. And that has to do with even dopamine levels. It's like, yeah, I succeeded. I put everything on this success. And now what? Yeah. And so there's a natural decline, but with the natural decline, there's also a natural incline. So if you just let yourself be and sit in the low, then it'll slowly start to fill back up again. And then from that place of like, oh, okay, yeah, I'm getting going again. Yeah, I'm feeling better. All right, now now I'm ready. Yeah, 100%. I completely agree with that. You know, and, and I think about um, going back to adversity, you know, the topic from another podcast is, mm-hmm. is, that experience that comes at you, that crossroads where you have to make some decisions, it's the same idea of there is a valley here and where, what are you going to choose? Are you going to going to choose to put your blinders up and say, oh, well, this isn't fair and this isn't good. And, and, you know, I used to have so much, I used to have so much self-esteem and now I have less and, you know, on all these things. And then you walk right by this beautiful path that's taking you onto something really beautiful because you've got those blinders up. You're just so mm-hmm. in yourself. And so I think that as, as you explore, we take blinders off. We start seeing different ways that we can do things, quicker ways out, all of these, all of these things. And, and yes, it does. It fills back up. And you get you get in this place where you're like, oh wow, I feel great again. Um again, just so much smoother and quicker. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I guess just for a moment, if you take a second, do you have like a story to go along with that? Do you have a story of where, um, you know, adversity took you down? And even if you could take me, like, I'd love to journey with you to a specific moment where, you know, where you were, where you made the choice to, not go in the direction of playing the victim. And I say the victim because we all have the victim. And what the victim is, is either like a higher self-esteem and love for self to like 
take that path, like you say, or the shadow side of the victim, which is to let yourself get pulled down deeper and deeper. And of course, like for human beings, we have moments of that, but it's a choice of whether to stay there or not. So do you have anything that comes to your mind when I ask that? I do. Yeah. Well, you know, two, one, one that's Mm -hmm. one that's recent and one that's older. And, um, you know, I think that really, when you ask the question, I think I'll lean on the, the one, the older one. So with cancer, um, and so what it is, is the story that I was going through was I, when I was first diagnosed, I was really, really low and I had a lot of um, calls and texts and all of these and, you know, gifts and, and donations and all these wonderful things. And I had a lot of love being poured into me mm. and everyone would always ask me how I was doing. And instinctively, I would say I'm fine. Mm. And what ended up happening was that over time, the people stopped calling because I said I was fine. Mm. And what, what, uh, what, what happened over, over uh, a period of months is that I got lower and lower and lower. I got really, really lonely and craving these, what I've kind of dubbed as victim cuddles, this, Mm -hmm. this special outpouring of love where, you know, someone would come over and clean your house for you because you were going through cancer or sit with you for hours and, and talk with you about you and all the things that you're having a difficulty with. And I craved that so badly, but what ended up happening is the few times that I that I allowed myself to really be in that victim space, I would walk away from it not feeling better. Mm. And I thought that was really, really unique because I, I, I wanted this outpouring of love. I wanted connection. So I, with, for example, my husband would talk about how bad it is, how bad it is, how bad it is. Mm. And he would give me this outpouring of love. You know, he would make dinner and, you know, buy me flowers or whatever else. But I noticed after that, I went through that and I intentionally went through that. I, it was this, this idea of like, how can I let myself feel? And I would go through that and I would feel lower after. And Mm. I was so surprised by that. And so then I got curious as you do of (laughs) why, what is causing this? And I realized that being in that low frequency in order to garner love was keeping me in that low frequency. And so when people start, started, would, would call and ask, how are you doing? I would say that I'm fine, but I could really use some love right now, some connection. And that minute change kept my frequency high because I was fine. I don't know why. I don't know how I was fine, but I was truthful. But that minute change of saying, I would really appreciate your love, grew in the love that I was looking for, that I initially thought that I only deserved if I was low. And that made such a huge difference for me in my journey. It was right around month five of chemotherapy that I figured this out. And everything got so much better. 
And so I guess to answer oh. your question is, is when we have this opportunity to get victim cuddles, um, mm. if you're listening, you can't see me, I've got the ears, the bunny <laughs> ears. Um, when we have this opportunity, instead ask yourself, how are you actually, and what are you actually needing? Mm. And so, because what I was actually was, is I was fine. I was, I was okay. I, I was in the middle of the, the hardest struggle of my life, but I had so much hope. But what I actually needed was, was connection with people. Mm-hmm. And so when I got clear on my needs, there was no need to fall low into my adversity in order to feel like I deserved what I was that I wanted. Yes. I, I love that story. And like, I know what people's hang up would be from that. And that's like allowing yourself to be vulnerable, right? Because you have to be in order to communicate clearly the feeling you're feeling and then the need and, you know, yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that completely. It's vulnerable, vulnerable with yourself in order to understand mm. the feeling. And then absolutely the the vulnerability to say like, Hey, you know, th- like in, physically I'm doing okay, but emotionally I could really use somebody and, yeah. and have somebody be able to hear that from you. And they'll always oblige. That's the thing is that human beings want to help people that love you. They want to help. They just don't know what you need. Mm-hmm. And I think women especially were kind of taught that if that if if we're if we're damsel in distress, we'll be saved. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. you don't have to be the damsel. You can just be who and where you are and be clear and assertive about what you need. <laughs> and people right. will help you. Right. And and so often, like that is probably so refreshing to the person on the other side because they're not going through what you're going through and they have no idea how to help, how to even conduct themselves, whether to ask, like all these different things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so that leads me back into our original subject of mm-hmm. we, we're we talking about how the room gets bigger and that was that was me going through this room that's getting bigger because i was so i was i was saying i'm totally fine i'm good i'm this is you know whatever else but then i was feeling lower and lower and lower and i was questioning like if i'm going through all of these transitions shouldn't i shouldn't i be fine but again it's it's just this non-linear thing like i i was in this place where it was I was feeling lower and lower and lower. And it, and I had a choice at that moment to, to react in shame of the fact that, you know, five months have gone by and, and I'm emotionally lower than I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Or, um, or to instead say, okay, well, I mean, this is the season I'm in. This is where I'm at. I really need this, this emotional support from people. And then just ask, right? But that's that, that's that peak and valley that happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's so simple, but not, not easy all the time. And yeah, yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. And I think that it's really important to do what you did, which is you sat in the valley 
but not just sat in the valley. You ask the question, why am I here? Like, what am I doing? And, you know, can I change this? What can I do to change this? And um, I think oftentimes when we actually genuinely ask that question of ourselves, higher power, like we do get an answer, right? And yeah, majority of the time, it's pretty simple. Yeah, that's so true. It is. It is. And it just takes that curiosity. Yeah. I completely agree. You know, if we have time, I'll, um, I'll, I'll bring my, my next story into it. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, so what's interesting is that when I, when I was finished all of my cancer journey and stuff, I was like on cloud nine, I felt like a million dollars. I had so Mm. much self-esteem. I felt like just everything was just perfect. And then life came back in the, in, into place and busyness came back into place and, you know, working on my business and all these things. And what happened is I started forgetting all of my lessons. Mm -hmm. And then I, I had to, again, ask the question, what, where am I? What do I need? Mm -hmm. And again, that room got bigger, right? There's new places that I was searching. I was creating my business. I was getting into these new places. This room got bigger. And I asked myself the question again, what, where am I? What do I need? And I was met with some, with some discomfort. You Mm -hmm. know, I, I was met with, um, some places in life where I was having to, to learn new lessons and all these sorts of things. But the easy answer was again, that in this instance, I need to refocus and slow down. But it was the question of that I had to ask myself. I refocused, I slowed down, and everything got better again. The lessons came back in. But again, you have to ask yourself the question, right? Absolutely. Ask the question, expect, trust, have faith that you'll hear the answer. And the thing is, as I, I, I go back to it again, it makes sense, right? Because you came out the other side of um, nearly death, right? And so it's like, where do you go from there? <laughs> and so it would be natural that you hit a high and then you got pulled down, yeah. right? And so you could have just like, and maybe you did some of this where it's just like, pew, 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 like I'm just throwing all these things out because I want to feel better. But when you take a moment and you sit back and you just ask that question and everyone listening, like here, Christine's question, what do I need? And it's like that deep, you know, soulful, what do I need? Um, But you have to be able to slow down and, and be quiet long enough to be introspective long enough um, so that you can listen, that you can have that space to think and feel and then get a new direction. And it, and it doesn't need to be like hammering on the gas when you hit a low, it's like, no, that's natural. It's like, just take the time and slowly push on the gas. It's better for your motor. (laughs) There you go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And thank you for, for, for um, putting that all together so beautifully. I completely agree.
Oh, that's, that's awesome. I, and it's so great, right? Because when you hear stories, you can go and do that. And, and storytelling is like what us human beings are, are good at and, and of the way that we communicate. And so, Oh, I just, I love hearing stories and then looking for the underlying, um, similarity between other stories um the the message underneath or within so yeah that's that's fantastic um yeah again so for every anyone listening uh i'm talking to christine elliott who is our uh new or even around for a while now um our new new coach um yeah and she's got so much to offer and I just, I think the world of you, Christine, and I, I think that anyone that connects with you is, um, they will be very satisfied by even just the relationship with you alone. Um, I appreciate your personality. I, appre- I appreciate uh, what you've been through and what you have done with it, which is, I think, the, uh, a huge thing. And, and we did talk about this before, that you can go many different ways with adversity and yeah, you chose to um, make you better and make the world a better place. So uh, yeah, I admire you. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Sarah. You bet. Bye everyone.